Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to the Booster Boutique podcast. My name is Emily Benson, and I'll be your host on this journey through how to start a boutique today. Whoa. I want to thank you for sending me some brilliant messages. I've heard from a lot of you listening that you're loving the podcast, and that makes me super happy and warm and fuzzy inside. So I appreciate every time you listen, download, rate, review. It just, all of it gets me really excited. So thank you so much. I'm so glad that a lot of this is resonating with you as new and experienced boutique owners alike. I have gotten a couple messages specifically on how to start a boutique. And I figured that was actually a really great topic, right? There's there's really not a lot out there in terms of a straightforward answer. And I find a lot of people are sort of searching on Facebook and crowdsourcing advice. And that's just not my thing. I am a total non-fan of crowdsourcing. (laughs) I think that in a lot of ways, especially when we're starting a business, we need to go to an expert. And I've done that over and over as I've started businesses. I'm really excited today to give you sort of like the definitive how to start your boutique in like a few steps. Now, obviously, it's going to be like a little bit different for each type of boutique, but I'm going to cover some things today that I think are really helpful in terms of basics. And to be honest, even if you started a boutique already, this is going to help (laughs) because I find that so many women start boutiques and they're a year in, two years in, three years in, and some of it they've skipped over or they're missing pieces. And that's frankly when I get people coming to me to work with me as a consulting client. They want to work with me one-on-one because we can look at their business and we can see what's going on and tweak and make adjustments. So let's jump right in and start talking about how to start a boutique. So the first thing I always think you need to do when starting any business, frankly, is to set an intention for what you'd like the business to be, do, or have for you or for other people. And I find that so many times a lot of women will say, well, I want to start a boutique to make a lot of money. I'm like, well, that's great. But like doing something for money is never going to last or frankly work. So what's your intention in starting this business? Do you want it to provide financial freedom for you? Do you want it to serve women, help them feel good about themselves? 
Do you want it to be a place in your community that people can come and shop? Or maybe you want it to be a place online where you can sell items that maybe are hard to find or perhaps are for a niche market. Start where you're in a place that you're saying, what's my intention for opening this? Why am I going to put all my time, effort, and money into starting this boutique? Because let's be honest, starting a business isn't easy. I'm not going to say it's hard because I hate the word hard, but it's definitely a good deal of work and it's a good deal of time. So I think it's really important to kind of start at the place where you're setting the intention for what you want this to be. Because when you're going to spend all your time and money and finances on this adventure, you want to have a good intention from the start, right? Like I said, if this is just for money, maybe you're not on the right podcast. (laughs) There's some other people I can refer you to. That is not my style. I truly believe that women that want to start boutiques have a deeper and greater intention for doing it. And that's frankly why I love it. For me, I started my boutique because I wanted freedom. I wanted freedom from nine to five, more like seven to 10. And I really wanted to do something cool and innovative. The fashion truck really came out of two things. One, I wanted to leave my nine to five job. I knew it was not for me. I knew that I was really sick of having bosses because in corporate retail, uh, we've got some opinionated people (laughs) that run retail companies, which is great. And also when you're another opinionated person, it can be difficult. And really the second reason was because I wanted to do something new and innovative. I didn't feel excited or really even comfortable having a brick and mortar store. And I knew that that wasn't going to be for me because of just who I am. I love to travel. I love to see new things. I love the adventure part of life. And so for me, starting the fashion truck was really an experiment to see if I could combine my love of freedom and travel with my love of clothes and helping women look amazing. It was perfect for me. Mobile is not for everyone, and that's probably a whole nother podcast episode. But for me, mobile was perfect. Figure out what you want this adventure to be. And then it's really, again, about who do you want to serve? Who do you want to help in this journey? Because I do think that boutiques do serve a purpose that are greater than just selling clothes. I know that I've had experiences in my own life with clothing and accessories where it's completely transformed me. I think that so much of the time we forget that boutiques really do serve a beautiful higher purpose than just selling clothes and making money. I I know for me, there's been so many women who have come into my store and I always say there's the, the like or the love. A woman would try something on and she come out of the dressing room if she comes out, right? It's the whole like, well, if she comes out. If she doesn't come out, we know she doesn't like it. That's first and foremost. But when she comes out, if she has sort of a smile and, you know, she, she kind of likes it. You can tell. It's like, oh, it's okay. She likes it. Then there's the items that the women come out and they are beaming. They're standing up straighter. They're like twirling. (laughs) You know, those are what I call a love item. And those are the items that can help women feel good about themselves. And they really are the things that I feel like for women who are non-fashion-y, you know, there's obviously like fashionistas and women who just are 
totally love dressing up and that side of things. But, you know, I'd say for a lot of the population of women who are of boutique shopping age, it's really about feeling good in your own skin, you know, having gone through body transformations in your 20s, somewhat 30s and 40s, you know, all these body transformations are a place where boutiques can come in and help a woman love her body more and help her love getting dressed more. I truly see boutiques as serving a higher purpose than than what I think a lot of other people might say. How are you making people come into your store and leave feeling good? You know, that serves a higher purpose. I also think it's important in this kind of first step to figure out how you're going to deliver this to the customer, right? Are you going to have a mobile boutique? Are you going to have a brick and mortar store? Are you going to sell through Facebook? Are you going to sell through an e-commerce site? Are you going to do pop-up tents? Are you going to do in-home shows? What does your selling method look like and operate like? This first step is conceptual 100%. And maybe you know right away what you want to do. Maybe you don't. Let me give you some ideas on how to figure all this stuff out. I think a lot of this is intuition-based. You know, what do you want? What do you feel good doing? What brings you joy? And then a lot of this is logical. You know, we can't, we can't make up demographics. They exist, right? We can't like intuitively know what demographics are. So reach out to your local chamber of commerce. A lot of libraries have great research uh, on demographics. That would be my first step is really lay some groundwork around what do you want and how are you going to do it and who are you going to serve? The next step in starting your boutique is to write a business plan. And oh my goodness, how many women do I see that skip over this step? Listen, I don't need you to write a Harvard Business School business plan, okay? That's not what I'm asking. What I am suggesting is that you sit down and formally, you know, maybe it's like a PowerPoint presentation, but you formally start to write down what you're going to do. The big thing here is that it's not set in stone. Business plans are constantly changing. Lord knows my business plan is constantly changing as well because you're always reacting to what your customer wants. However, if you're in the beginning stages of like you have nothing, you need a starting point. You need to have a set point to where you can jump off of. Let's talk about what's going to be in that business plan, okay? You should include some pretty big things in here. One is your target market. Again, who are you going to serve? How old are they? How much money do they make? Where do they live? How many kids do they have? How much money do they spend on items similar to yours a year? One of the biggest mistakes I see in this section, target market section, for so many boutique owners is that they say, oh, um, my target market is women aged 18 to 64 who like clothes. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We, that's not a That's not a target. That's not a target. Okay, guys, we're talking about target. <laughs> the target is not the entire bullseye. The target is like, let's go right in the bullseye. Okay, so be really clear. Now, let me give you a like insider's hint here. Ninety-nine percent of the time, your ideal client, it's you. It's you. You're your own ideal client. Whoop whoop. I just like let you in on the industry's biggest secret. Sometimes that's not true. And that's cool, but 99% of the time, the reason you're opening your store is because you love what you love and you want to share it with other people. So let's be honest, that's often your target market. The next thing that you want to have in your business plan is a financial section, okay? So two pieces to the financial puzzle. 
One is your startup costs. What is it going to take you to basically open your doors? And then the second piece is your ongoing costs. So your ongoing costs would be like rent, utilities, uh, cost of inventory each month. And obviously there's going to be things in there that are variable costs and some that are a little bit more fixed. Both of those need to be included in your business plan. Next, and again, this is a piece I see so many women skip over and they come to me and I'm like, oh God, we need to do this, <laughs> is your retail price structure. So this is something great to do at the beginning. Write down everything you're going to sell, like top line, high level, what you're going to sell, and then put retail prices to it. Because guess what? Your retail price is going to guide your wholesale price. You can't say, I'm going to have everything be under $100 or $50 and then go out and buy wholesale things that cost $30, $60. Like that doesn't work. So start at the end and then work backwards. Start where you want things to be priced. And then when you go to shows, when you shop online for wholesale items, you have a guide to know how much you can pay wholesale for things based on the retail price structure. Lastly, you're going to want to know where you will sell your goods. That needs to be in your business plan. And I would say start in one place, whether it's online, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's a brick and mortar store, just start in one place. I see so many women who are like, I'm going to have a pop-up tent and a mobile truck, and then I'm going to have brick and mortar. And I'm get like, no, 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 no. Even e-commerce guys is a store. That is a time-consuming store that you are going to need to run. So even if you're going to have a brick and mortar, maybe you wait a few months to launch your e-commerce because it's a beast to have to do all of it at once. Focus on one thing and I guarantee you that you'll get where you're going faster. Now, if you need more help writing your business plan, I'm going to throw in a plug right now for my book and accompanying workbook. So two years ago in 2015, I wrote a book called The Ultimate Boutique Handbook, and it is the only book on the market that tells you how to start a brick and mortar store and a mobile retail store. So what I do throughout the book is I compare and contrast the cost, the startup, the ongoing functionality of both kinds of stores so that you can make a decision on what you want to do. Because I think for a long time, and I think there still is, the debate on what's better. You know, is it brick and mortar or mobile? I remember when I had a fashion truck, everyone would say, oh, this is so great. You don't have rent. And I'm like, uh, I kind of do. <laughs> and I kind of have gas. And there are costs involved in having a mobile retail truck. So if you think you're going to open and that's it, like, oh, I'm pay for the truck and I'm done. Like, that's not true. That book helps you work through that. The next step of what I offer is a, actually a workbook that goes along with the book. It goes chapter by chapter, and it's a fillable PDF workbook that is a digital product, and you actually can go through every single chapter, and I ask you key questions in that chapter, and you're able to, by the end of reading the book and filling out the workbook, you're able to have pretty much a full business plan completely done. So instead of having to come up with all this stuff from scratch, I offer a really beautiful solution that I think can help so many boutique owners and has helped so many boutique owners. I've sold hundreds of my book and uh, the workbook is getting there. I just launched it last year. The workbook and the book come together 
as a bundle. And I sell that on my website. So if you go to bit.ly slash boutique bundle, boutique bundle, I'll put it in the show notes. In Boutique Bundle, you will be able to buy that and immediately download it and start working on it right now, basically. Last but not least on this journey to, I guess I'm calling this the quick start guide to how to start a boutique. The third step here is really the nitty gritty of it, right? Like, so I find so many women are like, do I need a business license? Do I like, what? Like, I don't understand. Do I need, how do I get a bank account? And I'm like, okay. It's a very simple process, right? There's four steps. So number one, to, this is, and this is to really make yourself a legal business in the United States. If, when we're outside the U.S., I'm, this is not advised for you. This is in the U.S., what do you need to do to make yourself legal? I would guess that in many other countries, it's fairly similar. The names might just be called something else. Cool? To make yourself legal, you need four things. Number one, you need a federal tax ID. And this can be found at irs.gov. This number is also referred to as an employer identification number. So it stands for EIN. So if you just search Google for uh, EIN, federal EIN, it'll pop up. And you can do this completely online. You don't need to go anywhere. It's free to do this. You are getting basically a tax ID number that registers you with the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service in the United States. Now, quick side note here. Once you do that, that means you are legally a business in the U.S., and that means you legally need to pay taxes on that business, which generally means you're going to pay taxes quarterly. Once you get that tax ID, even if you haven't made money, you are legally required to file taxes. Even if you're filing for $0, you're legally required to even report $0 income for your taxes. Does that make sense? Be careful. I would really set up your tax ID once you're ready to go. Another side note to this as well is a lot of women ask, how do I set up my business? Am I a sole proprietor? Am I an LLC? Am I a corp? So this is not something that I can advise on. This is something that you need to talk to your accountant or whoever does your taxes. I am not really like legally able to advise you on a podcast about how to register your business. I don't know your situation, so I can't tell you what's best for you. The second thing you need is your state reselling permit. Generally, this is called a sales tax and use permit. I know that that is what it's called in Massachusetts where I started my business. In your state, you'll want to go to the Department of Revenue's website and you're going to want to look up what you need to be able to resell goods. You're buying a product and you're reselling it. So when that happens, you are required to pay sales tax in most states on that. When I say pay sales tax, what I really mean is you're gonna collect sales tax from the people you sell it to, and then you are the one that takes that money and pays it to the state. So it's very complicated, but basically, the states are making us collect taxes for them. So bravo, states. Make sure that you know what the sales tax percentage is on the goods that you are selling. So for example, in some states, there's tax on apparel and accessories. In some states, there's only tax on accessories. When you apply to purchase from a website or go to a trade show, they're going to ask you for your state reseller permit, and you're going to need to have it. 
because legally they cannot allow you to buy things from them unless you're registered with the state as a reseller. So it's kind of a tricky little extra step before you are able to purchase anything for your boutique, but important. So make sure you get on that. Again, generally you'll find that at the Department of Revenue's website for your state. So all this stuff is Googleable, guys. If you don't know how to use Google, I'll tell you, go to google.com. <laughs> type how do I do this in the search box okay Google's your best friend when you start a business so get used to it the third step you need to get a business license from the town or city that you plan to have like your home office in whether that's your house or whether that's a brick and mortar what you need to do is you'll take your federal tax ID down to your city hall or town hall and you will go and fill out some forms. Generally, it's with the town clerk or city clerk office. You'll fill out some forms. You'll give them like 30 to 60 bucks depending on your town and they will give you a stamped business license. You need that business license because the fourth step in this process, and yes, I know it feels like a lot, but it won't take you that long, I promise. It'll probably take you almost as much time as it's taken me to explain this. The fourth step is you need a bank account. You need to put money in your bank account when you first start out, and you need to only spend money for your business from that bank account. Please don't try to spend money from your personal account or can't, like, no, let everything go through your bank account. It's gonna make your life and your accountant's life a heck of a lot easier when all of your transactions for everything from like toilet paper for your bathroom at the store to, clothes or candles that you're going to resell, if all of that is in one place, my goodness, your accounting life is going to be a heck of a lot easier. Let's recap the quick start guide to starting your boutique. One, what's your intention? Who are you going to serve? And how are you going to deliver it? Easy, right? Two, please write a business plan. And if you need help, Again, that link is bit.ly slash boutique bundle where you can get my book and the workbook that are gonna basically do step two for you. Last thing is the nitty gritty. Go get registered with the federal, state, and local level so that you are legit business and get your bank account in order so you can start spending money and making money. Okay, what an episode. <laughs> I just gave you guys so much information, I love it. Thanks so much for joining me and here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.